0: Welcome to Lexia Talks, an education podcast that empowers educators with actionable thought leadership content. Each week, we deliver the latest education news, insights, teaching tips, policy analysis, and more. Today's topic is switching to e-learning? Don't leave equity behind.
1: In many school districts across the United States, the COVID-19 outbreak has pushed teaching and learning from the classroom to the computer seemingly overnight. The Success Academy charter school chain, New York City's largest, shut its doors in mid-March and immediately switched to an e-learning model, for example, while public school districts in many states have struggled to do the same thing. Frankly, the jump from in-person instruction to lessons delivered over the Internet has not been a simple one. In the education news outlet, The 74 Million, reporter Taylor Swalk noted that Success Academy administrators made the leap before really knowing how it would all play out. The charter school chain has 18,000 students in grades K through 12, making it a challenge to suddenly adapt classroom practices for all. Rather than get bogged down in the details, however, Success Academy Director Ava Moskowitz and her staff decided to adopt a plan focused on minimalism and flexibility. The charter school district schedule and list of priorities is available online and includes a guiding framework that emphasizes simplicity, clear roles for all involved, and the importance of reading skills, among other things. Along with the logistical challenges that come with trying to quickly adopt an e-learning model, a whole host of other issues naturally arise. There is the technology aspect, for example, since many students across the country either lack an appropriate device or do not have solid access to Wi-Fi. And then there are questions about how best to accommodate students from marginalized communities, including those with a lower socioeconomic status, as well as those with English language or special education needs. What all of these questions boil down to is whether schools can not only rapidly implement online learning, but whether or not they can do it equitably.
0: The Education Trust New York is a policy and advocacy group affiliated with the National Education Trust Nonprofit. As the COVID-19 epidemic was unfolding, the organization quickly pulled together a guide for schools regarding how to prioritize educational equity in this time of great uncertainty. This guide includes this grounding statement, preparing for the coronavirus through an educational equity lens starts by recognizing that vulnerable students are at particular risk if schools close for any length of time. And step one in this process is for schools to understand that any e-learning plan must be built around the ease with which all students can obtain the required materials. Naturally, this includes digital devices. Schools should not rely on remote or distance learning, the Education Trust article warns, unless the school district has previously provided all students with access to required materials, including technology. It simply cannot be assumed that all families have enough or any computers to facilitate a sudden shift to online instruction.
1: A recent survey conducted by Education Week revealed that nearly half of the hundreds of district and IT leaders who responded were unprepared to offer e-learning for even one day. The survey also documented some progress on this front, however, as close to 50 percent of districts reported having at least one device per student. Survey results were shared in an article by David Sala-Roth, which digs into how districts are going to manage remote learning with so little lead time. Here are a few of the additional trouble spots, other than the lack of devices, that may interfere with their ability to craft equitable plans. First, broadband access. Many students, especially those in rural communities or other underserved areas, lack reliable Wi-Fi service. With schools and libraries shut down, there are simply fewer options for such service, too. Next, lack of guidance. Teachers, families, and districts are largely on their own when it comes to adapting to online learning so quickly. A range of strategies are being applied, according to Roth, including outfitting school buses with Internet service and joining forces with public television stations to broadcast lessons. Finally, The challenge of scaling up. Coming up with enough Chromebooks or Wi-Fi hotspots is proving difficult, even for districts that are pretty tech-savvy already, according to those interviewed by Roth.
0: It is factors such as these that have led superintendents in some states, such as Michigan, to not bother with online instruction at all, without an adequate number of devices, or equitable access to reliable Internet service. Many schools across Michigan have instead put learning in the hands of families. This includes homework or enrichment packets, along with links to online resources that can be utilized by those with the proper resources, as explained in a recent Chalkbeat article. The article, written by Kobe Levin, documents a science teacher's experience trying to keep his AP Chemistry class engaged in advance of an upcoming high-stakes exam. The teacher works in a rural district, and even though Comcast is reportedly offering free internet service during the COVID-19 crisis, it doesn't cover his corner of the state. In a wealthy suburb of Detroit, however, students are completing the requirements of a full school day at home because they have access to the necessary resources. This is a conundrum to be sure. Many states are adhering to policies which prohibit any work being either assigned or graded if not all students can equitably complete it. And so perhaps the lesson here is to put equity first before the rush to implement an e-learning plan. Even Success Academy has stated that its goal is to be as supportive and flexible as possible and that keeping students engaged in reading, which is a stated priority, is of the utmost importance. To that end, the Charter School Network offers tips on how those without adequate resources can keep up, such as completing work on paper or downloading information onto a smartphone.
1: So, what did we learn today? The move from in-classroom learning to the cloud has been swift and jolting for school districts across the country, but there may be a silver lining. Educational equity is now being widely discussed across the country. If we all work together and focus on the needs of all students, especially our most vulnerable, we can make it to the other side of this crisis with a renewed perspective on education.
0: Thanks for joining us this week on Lexia Talks. Make sure to visit our website, lexialearning.com slash podcasts, where you can access all our podcast content. And subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you liked what you heard, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the podcast, that would help us out too. Until next time.